0: what's going on everyone welcome back to another episode of the deer gear podcast today i am joined by jacob coons jacob has just put a bunch of effort into finding out which app is best for deer hunters so we're talking about onyx hunt spartan forage uh base maps all of the above there's so many great options out there right now but with them all coming with a different price point which one of these is best for you now me myself i'm an onyx guy through and through It's the first one I used. It's the only one I use. For me, it has the simplest user face. I really love the slope angle tool. I really love that 3D exaggeration tool on the desktop, but everyone has different budgets and everyone has different priorities. So we're breaking down all of the scouting apps in this episode. But before we jump into this, man, we got some really great savings going on the website. For the first time ever, the Exodus MMT is on sale. Right now, for 20% off, this sale is not going to last long. First edition tailor built arrow specifically for your bow hunting setup. All you need to know is your draw length, your draw weight, your let off percentage, and what weight Broadhead you're going to be hunting with. And we will build you an arrow that is set up perfectly for you. So go to the website, exodusoutdoorgear.com. Check them out. Exodus MMT, 20% off. Also got some really great savings on the Exodus render. You got to go to the website to check it out. And now let's get into this episode with Jacob Coombs. All right, everyone, welcome back to the Deer Gear podcast. Today I am joined by Jacob Coons. And if you were to email him, make sure you leave out the S in his email address. But Jacob, uh, thanks for hopping on today. I appreciate you taking some time to record with me.
1: I appreciate you having me, Cam. I'm a huge fan of your podcast, and I'm I'm sort of a fanboy when it comes to Exodus. You all you all genuinely put out incredible content and and I'm not just blowing smoke, I think I was thinking about this when we were coordinating th- this podcast that when I was a kid that that source of content was North American whitetail for me. And um, I think that you all are doing a lot of that with your uh, with your content, whether it's a uh, whitetail cribs or the the gear. Um, uh, the what is it, the gear gadget and and stuff like that. So I'm a, a huge fan of your all's content uh uh from A to B. Usually when it pops up on YouTube or one of your all's podcasts comes up, it's a it's a priority. So thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, well, I really appreciate hearing that. Um being the content director here, that that uh that makes me feel good. I'm glad that we can provide value to people and we work really hard at it. So it's it's always really good to hear that uh, people are appreciating it because sometimes you can start just focusing on numbers and like your numbers aren't where you need to be. But when you like really start thinking about it, those numbers are people and uh, we are helping and reaching a lot of people. So it's cool to hear that Uh, for anyone that doesn't know who you are. And even for myself, give me a backstory of who Jacob Coons is.
1: Well, I'm living in Louisville, Kentucky currently. That's where I was born and raised, but I've actually bounced around a lot uh when i went to uh, co- after college from a career standpoint i lived actually lived in iowa for a little bit lived in uh, ohio pennsylvania west virginia um you know several states for chasing uh, the career and uh i hunted a little bit as a kid but there really wasn't a lot of strategy or tactics involved with that it was sort of uh get find a good tree you didn't really pay attention to the wind And you really, you just didn't understand the nuance with with hunting that there is now. And I, you know, again, it sort of goes back to the availability of content to to learn. And so after college, I was into, I was doing a lot of different sports and I was deep into the fantasy football stuff, which is fine, but I gave that up because let's be honest, (laughs) this this is real life. And so about 10 or 12 years ago, I started to get back into the hunting thing. And, um, and and so I'm sort of an adult onset, even though I've killed a few bucks when I was a kid with my bow, it, uh, it really got me going when I was in sort of my mid to late thirties to get back into hunting. And so I, I, you know, I love to hunt whitetail. I've gone out West, I've hunted pronghorn. I've killed a couple elk. I've had a chance to kill a Montana bull and a, a Pennsylvania bull, and I've hunted elk here in Kentucky as well, and so um, I've been fortunate to do a lot of different things. and And I'm looking, you know, forward. I've been building up points in different states, which you sort of have to do these days. And you know, for the next decade, I'm I've got points in sort of a plan for every state. My kids are getting older, and, and so I'm going to have more time to do that. To be a to be a good dad, but to also you know step away for fourteen days and 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 sort of do the things that I want to do in Western states. So uh, that's a little bit about a little bit about me. It's going to be just deer hunting mostly this year. I won't be chasing elk, unfortunately. But every year thereafter, it's going to be some Western will be mixed in.
0: What's the what's the plan for this year? What's uh, just Kentucky at home? Or are you going elsewhere?
1: Well. You know my kids, I have a a sixteen and a thirteen year old, and they're really getting proficient with their bow setups and really trying to help them um, get loaded. Last year we did they did a little bit of honey. my bro, my my son shot um, hit a buck, but it wasn't lethal. and um, I think part of it was a function of the the poundage. I mean, it was at forty five pounds. And it, it hit kind of low and it sort of just gave that buck a, a piercing, so to speak, but it didn't, it wasn't lethal. I th- This year, he's, he's taller than me. He's grown so much and, and both of them are a lot stronger. So I really think that this year it's just going to be, I, I know for a fact this year, it's going to be focusing on getting their, them their first year. And then I'll be hunting Kentucky, uh, Indiana, and maybe another state, just maybe Ohio. Uh, it just sort of see how it just depends on how it all plays out because if you've, you know, it's going to be trying to fill tag after tag, but also focusing on the kids getting their tags filled. So yeah,
0: that's really cool. Yeah. That's what, that's what it's all about.
1: It is. I, I mean, I, we go uh, as a family on a lot of Western trips. We went to uh, the Rocky mountain national park this year. We've gone to Yellowstone. We've got to, gone to Zion out in Utah. And part of it, you know, part of that plan is to infect them with the outdoor bug and, and, and especially sort of, as we talk about Western hunting, you know, get them comfortable with, you know, those, the uncomfortableness of, of hiking mountains and that sort of thing. So, um, you know, I hope as they get, as they get older, you know, they'll be able able to carve out some time to do those things with their dad, but, um, yeah. So it's, uh, uh it's going to be a lot of deer hunting this year, but we start early here in Kentucky. So that's, that's not a huge, that's not a big deal now. I mean, I know, you know, we all can't be, you know, like Cam, you, you know, we can't be like you, uh, you know, going to North Dakota and Iowa. And um, I mean, the the whole bow hunting world or universe is going to be watching you. So uh, I don't
0: want that pressure,
1: no pressure, no pressure, <laughs> but I can't wait to, to see how, how that all turns out for you. So, um, but no, it's going to be whacking and stacking deer here in the the Midwest for me this year.
0: Cool. I like that. Well, uh, like you kind of um, precluded there, we both have some plans coming up here. And for me, a lot of these out of state trips, I have to rely on apps and e-scouting and we have a ton of them available. And you also kind of showed a little bit of how analytical your brain is. And you put together a comparison between the popular hunting apps and uh, planning apps, e-scouting apps that we have available to us. And today that's what we're going to dive into. We're going to talk about the nitty gritty, the good, the bad, and what's available to us. So why don't you kind of Lead into why you did this, and then talk about how you broke everything down, and then we'll dive straight into it.
1: Yeah, you know, I was. um, There's a lot of different apps that launched this year, or in the past, most recent years. So a few years ago, you know, we I've used Onyx for years, and I love Onyx. It's a great platform, and they give you some great tools. But I, I did want to see what else was out there. I just wanted to evaluate because there's a lot of podcasters promoting a different, you know, a certain uh, app mapping application. If it's, you know, whether it's Eastern based or so like, you know, go hunt launched this. Actually they've launched their, their hunt mapping application several times. I think this time it's really live, but it seemed like a couple of years ago they launched it and maybe it didn't go as well as they hoped. And then, um spartan forge is one that i've heard a lot of i think they're targeting a particular you know mobile hunter demographic the um hunt stand is uh is one that's out there hunt wise is another one and i sort of confused the two initially and uh because of the the names and then base map is one that i've used previously but i a couple years ago but i wasn't crazy about some of the uh some of the, the features or tools of it. So I, I, I've you know, been sort of consistently using OnX. And so I wanted to really take those six applications and to take a very critical look at each of them and understand where is the value and where is the versatility for someone like you and I that hunt whitetails here in the East, but also like to go to North Dakota or go out to Iowa or Montana or Colorado or wherever and hunt other game because i think on the surface cam i think we can we can assume or we can think well it's a hunt map app it must have they must all be the same or we can assume that the one we have is is the best and maybe the best value but it might not be and and i know we all love to tinker with our gear Like we're always like, how can we get more lighter or quieter? Um, How can we go farther and stay longer? All of that stuff, you know, I'm, I'm trading out getting rid of buckles and getting ropes and I'm getting different boots and different insoles for my boots and, and getting to different packs and all these sorts of things. And it's all a lot of fun, but why are we not doing that when it comes to our hunt map applications and does our, hunt map applications that we have does it allow us to be to increase our effectiveness in the whitetail woods and in the western woods for some folks that may not be the case like they may have they may only hunt a lease property in Ohio or Pennsylvania and that's all they do and that's all they want to do and that's that's fine you know then there's there's a lot of apps that will serve you or you hunt in the west and you know you the app that you use is perfect but for me, I was trying to see, you know, what really delivers the most value and versatility for me and my particular needs. And that that was really sort of the the goal. And then as I sort of started thinking about it, I thought, boy, it should be a lot of fun to share this with, you know, with other hunters that might have the same questions.
0: Yeah, I, I um, you put a lot of work into this. There's a, a spreadsheet that you sent me, and there's a lot of data points. There's a lot of different comparisons. Um, let's, What were the, uh, I guess, what were the points of interest or what were you comparing right off the rip? So we have, obviously I'll read down here. You have free trial, annual price for 50 states, public and private, download maps. You have this list. What were the things that you were really looking at?
1: So um, there, there were eight parameters that I rated and I'll read those off. It was 3D desktop. Because if, let's be honest, if I'm going, I mean, whether I'm whitetail scouting or going out west, you know, do they have 3D on the desktop and how good is it? 3D on your handheld, the layers that they offer, the tools that they offer, the, the different topographic maps that they offer, because if it's just one, I don't like that. I want more than one topographic map. And then the, the last two areas were just value and versatility, and and so those you know all of these could be very subjective in a way. I tried to be very objective, and and the and the, the other way I want to you know present it is that there were years years ago when I was younger when I had a car. If you had a really nice car, you had power windows, but I had manual windows. Or if you know, if you had a really nice car, you had heated seats, but I never had heated seats in my cars. Um, or you know, Bluetooth or a CD player or nice speakers. And so what's happened over the past few years is that um, every car or every app comes with power windows now. Like there used to be a time when some apps offered like, the breadcrumb or the tracking tool. And I was like, "Wow, that's awesome. If you're grid searching for a deer you shot or if you want to figure out how to get back to your truck, you had your trail right there." Well, they all offer that now. And they all offer public and private uh, you know, in terms of um, you know, land ownership and that sort of thing. And they all allow you to download a map. And so, you know, some of some of those things and you were you were reading from you know the spreadsheet that I created. I really wanted to sort of cover off on some of the things that they pretty much all have. What I found was that not all of them have some of those things, but but um you know they but by and large, and you know, if you compare this to looking at cars, and we may use that as a comparison later on when we sort of find with the final ranking, you know, some of these things do offer some of those base level tools that were we should that we would expect and then, and what we will see in the next five to ten years is a, is a greater evolve involvement or evolution of additional tools and layers that we'll just come used to and it'll become standard as part of our application. But sure. you know to, to answer your original question, cam, uh, yeah we you know I, you know on the spreadsheet and, and for those those that are interested, if you want to go to my Instagram profile, I'll just mention that right now. On my Instagram profile is J underscore Coons C O O N S underscore Hunts A U H N T S, and you can download the, the spreadsheet there. There's also links to YouTube videos where I go through the the desktop versions of these apps and the handheld versions of these apps. Um, the YouTube versions are obviously longer. The cheat sheet is is great because you can just sort of run through it based on your needs, but um, the, you know, downloading maps, they, 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 you know, some of them offer varying sizes and, and differences as it relates to the, the, the downloadable maps, that the actual style of the map that you get can be different. Um, some of them are very dynamic in the fact that you can zoom in and zoom out. Some of them are static, like just a, just a sort of a piece of paper. Um, the ability to import waypoints. Because if you're switching to from one application to another, those those waypoints are, um, you know, one of the apps, uh, Hunt Stand, for example, just that you might be able to import waypoints, but it just didn't communicate how to do that. There was no uh, YouTube instructional on that, and um, and then we looked. I looked at the 3D desktop and the 3D handheld, and then the level of detail, and and so what I tried to do was take advantage of the free seven day trial or the 14 day trial, or in some cases I bought the app at full price. And then I would use every resource that they made available to educate myself so I could give each application an adequate evaluation because behind the scenes at, you know, Basemap or Onyx or Huntwise or wherever, there are people working. And they're trying to do their best, and they are trying to bring value. And the last thing I wanted to do in this evaluation was to not give it a thorough look, and 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 then mislead folks with um you know with some aspect of this application. So again, I wanted to be truly fair, and and I will wa- I would watch tutorials on these apps like multiples of times just to make sure I understood it properly. So that was sort of the the, the beginning of the, the eval
0: well, I think um, as you guys can tell there's a lot to this I think the right off the bit right off the rip here so we have base map go hunt hunt stand huntwise onx and Spartan Forge. so in order let's just talk about price so price point is obviously the first thing that you're going to get hit with so you download these apps and if you decide that you want to use it uh, there are some free tri- free trials available on most of them. Um, it says Go Hunt does not have a free trial and BaseMap does not have a free trial. Correct?
1: Yeah, they'll let you play with it as, at a basic level, which is kind of nice. Like you can download BaseMap and and Go Hunt and sort of mess around with some of the tools. Obviously, you won't be able to do public or private or download maps. Um, you won't be able to, um, but you get a sense of you know the the the, the layout, user face. And, 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 the experience. Yeah. And yeah, the interface. And so, you know, from a pricing standpoint, hunt stand comes in at $29.99 base map is $34.99. And then, uh, go hunt is $50 and then, uh, Oh, Spartan forge is $39.99 and then on X is $99.99. And this is the premise is starting with all 50 States. I just wanted to, you know, again, I like to to hunt different states. A lot of folks listening might travel to, you know, multiple states. And so instead of just focusing on one state, a lot of them again are offering 50 states at that they don't even offer a plan that's lower than that. You automatically get all 50 states. So so that's you know where I started from a pricing standpoint.
0: Sure. So clear winner on the pricing. Hunt stand as the cheapest app.
1: Um, that- for sure. For sure. It's it's um, and and there's you know, there's promo codes out there for to get even more off of that, which makes it a really strong value out of the gate without even looking at it, just assuming it has some of those things that we talked about, like the power windows and the and the Bluetooth. It's got a lot of things from a value standpoint, and it allows you to play around with it for seven days. So um, you could even decide that it's not a good fit. But yeah, out of the gate, hunt stand is your least expensive. Then you have base map, and then um, Spartan, Spartan Forge, Forge. there thirty nine nine nine.
0: So the first parameter here, level of desktop three D detail. Let's cover that.
1: So <clears throat> I thought this was interesting, and um, I'll just uh, again I want to premise this cam with I'm not trying to. There may be some hurt feelings for some folks that maybe you know, if you know, someone with base map is listening, you know, they're like, wait a minute, that hurt my feelings. And, and, <laughs> you know, I have had interactions with some of the manufacturers, quite honestly, after I published this on YouTube and published this uh, spreadsheet. And what I'll say in a general sense is if you're a, if you're in a manufacturer of one of these apps and, and you have hurt feelings, I, I, I'll be honest with you, some of them, are like, thank you for this feedback. And some folks have gotten a little defensive about it. And um, and the point is that um, not to get defensive about it, but to actually own the opportunity. Uh, you, know, th- you know, some of the best entrepreneurs out there, they, you know, if you're in the business space, they just own the opportunity. And, you know, one of the things that y- has stuck with me and, and you know, I, I heard... Chad, you know, your boss with Exodus say this is that, you know, with some of your old cameras, it could be like someone's a half day or a full day of their work. And, and he takes, you know, you all seem to take that into account with the product that you're making. And, and then, and, and I would say, if you're, you know, one of these applications, you should really, you should sort of take that mindset, like, hey, folks are putting down hard-earned money for this. So, If there's a hole in in the game, they really should, you know, maybe work to uh, resolve that. But from a desktop standpoint with 3D, a base map just offers it on the iPhone. You cannot get 3D mapping on your desktop. It's um, you can't get it on an Android phone either. Wow. And so I thought that was really interesting because. I tend to use 3D more on my desktop, not on my handheld, even though I, it's nice to have on your handheld. Um, so that was, I, I think that was a real hole for base map. And then with Spartan Forge, they're working on having a 3D layer, but uh, they do not, Spartan Forge does not have a desktop for their application and they do not have 3D. And so, you know, they both the of those apps got dinged for that. Uh, in the evaluation whereas go hunt hunt stand huntwise and onx all have 3d on the desktop and on your handheld
0: um real quick i think with, let's point out the rating 1 to 10 10 being the highest score possible 1 being the lowest score possible correct
1: yes that's correct um so you know with with go hunts and and with all of the apps that do have the um from a desktop standpoint, they all got nines. Onyx, HuntWise, HuntStand, Go Hunt. I do want to point out though that Onyx has an exaggeration tool on their um, for 3D on the desktop, and it's a really nice tool because if you were hunting, say, someplace that's relatively flat, maybe you're going, you know, to North Dakota, and you want to exaggerate the hills and the valleys. Uh, it'll allow you to see nuance within that terrain that uh, that's a tool that no one else really offers. And I thought that was really interesting. I do, I do note that in, in the rating there, but I didn't. I gave them a nine. And then when it came to the level of detail, of, uh, level of 3D detail, again, with a rating of one to 10, some of the applications have a full tilt where you can actually tilt like you're on the ground as you go through the 3D graphics uh, whereas some of them have a limited tilt where it just, it only allows you to tilt it to say maybe a, like a 30 degree angle or, um, and, and, so, uh, from the handheld side of things, the uh, go hunt and hunt stand have a offer a full tilt. And so they both got tens hunt wise has a really interesting 3d, uh, map, which is very different than I've seen before. It's sort of using a, augmented reality. And I gave them a nine, it's a beta version. And then uh, Onyx and Map received an eight on because they have a limited tilt with their 3D on their handheld.
0: Sure. Um, so moving down here on this, on the cheat sheet, we have layers of note. What were you noting here in these?
1: I was trying to capture as many of the layers for each of the applications. So uh, if you think of a layer, Like if you click on public private, you can automatically start to see that. Or if you wanted to add um, other layers around like a roadless area, for example, if you're hunting out west, it'll sort of highlight those areas that are like a half mile or a mile from a road or timber cuts or um, uh, let's say the trails and roads. Those are those are layers that we often use. And some of the applications have a load of layers. I mean, they just overwhelm you with layers and, and, um, and some of them are a little underwhelming with it when it comes to layers. And so I uh, was, um, and I'm going to look at my own cheat sheet here just to, to cheat. So, you know, from a rating standpoint, OnX and HuntWise have the most robust layers that of any of the applications. And I mean, they really do give, put a lot of tools in your hand. Um, I mean, I think some of us are familiar with the crop zone, um, layering with, with OnX where it shows, um, you know, soybeans or corn. And I think that's generally from the previous year. It's not yep. the current year. Uh, obviously with crop rotation, we can assume that if it was soybeans last year, it might be corn. Uh, some of the things with, Acorn producing oak trees and thermal cover and tree types and species distribution, those are layers that onx offers that are incredibly value, valuable. Um Hunt Wise offers um a dry has uh cell phone coverage. It has um the units that we come to expect expect for eastern or western hunting. Uh, so if I'm going to Colorado, I'm gonna need to know what hunt units, uh, you know, what the hunt units are and uh, be able, to, so that I can stay, you know, legal and not cross over into a, another zone or unit that I'm not supposed to. So so really hunt wise and Onyx really sort of won that round. And um, what I think the opportunity is for some of the other applications is, again, having that versatility. With, when I look at an application like Go Hunt. Gohunt has a very basic level of layering. It's it's sort of like we talked about. It comes with some of the units and zones. It comes with private and public, but it doesn't really offer a whole lot beyond that. And, and I felt that way about base map as well. Like base map uh, received a seven, Gohunt received a six. I mean, there's a solid list of layers, but it just um, it didn't sort of blow me away in terms of the robustness that you see with Onyx and HuntWise. So so that's really how I evaluated, um, you know, those, all of the applications as it relates to the layers that they offer. Again, it's looking at, you know, can I use it hunt to hunt elk and hunt deer?
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, something I find interesting here is because being... Um, being a mobile hunter and being in the mobile hunting community and being surrounded by people that are the same way uh, you mentioned Spartan forage kind of targeting that demographic. Right. And it seems like that's all you see right now. Like that's all people are talking about. And when you look critically, uh, the scores aren't there. So what were some of the um, layer enhancement opportunities that you saw for Spartan forage?
1: So with Spartan Forge, I I consume a lot of podcasts, and I've you know anybody listening to this has probably heard podcasts you know sponsored by or promoting Spartan Forge, and so I really wanted to to include them because I looked at some of their videos and I was really impressed or interested in some of the tools that they offer. Um, but I um, and and I mentioned this in the video, and I think it's a good opportunity to mention this now. I realized that some of these companies, maybe they're tar- they're targeting a certain demographic within the hunting space that doesn't include me. Um, maybe they're just targeting. And so let's talk about Spartan Forge. Maybe they're just targeting the Eastern mobile hunter, the guy that's just hunting Pennsylvania, or, you know, some Midwest state, and um, on public land or private or whatever. So, you know, they offer three different types of satellite they offer uh oh i'm sorry three different they have offer three different types of layers they offer satellite images which is apparently UAV imagery which is more current than maybe what some of the other applications offer they offer public uh, they offer a topo a topo layer a single topo layer and they offer a crop layer and you know one of the things that when private land changes hand, Uh, their, their app will apparently update you on that, which I thought was interesting. So if you have private access and it's been sold, you know, I'm like, okay, that's kind of cool. But um, in the imagery data that I saw with Spartan Forge was very up to date. There's some new construction near my house and it's captured that. And I'm like, okay. Uh, But, but they got a five out of a possible 10 because um, they don't, have, um, they have Western um, waypoints, for example, I could put a whitetail waypoint or an elk waypoint or a mule deer or other types of game, but they don't have layers for Western hunt zones, so I can't really take this to Colorado or Idaho, or if I'm hunting elk in Pennsylvania, which I've done, or hunting elk in Kentucky, which I've also done, it doesn't have those layers for those particular hunt zones. And that's really important to me. Um, and, and so the the layering system with Spartan Forge is very um, very, very basic. I mean, we talked about the robustness of hunt-wise and, and on X. And, and you know, it doesn't have timber cuts, it doesn't have roadless areas, it doesn't have um uh, CWZ zones or active fires or drought, or, you know, it just doesn't have a lot of the things that, that add, you know, that, that can answer some of the questions that you and I have as we, as we hunt these different areas. So they, they didn't score well when it came to the layer area, the layering um, part.
0: On the units, is that only for the Western States or is that, does that, um, for like whitetails, for example, in PA, you have certain units, you have 2D, you have 2F, you have 1A. Does it show those?
1: That's a really good point. I I could not find them if it did, and okay. I, I and and I um, I watched every video that was out there. I will say that for the fourteen days that you get with Spartan Forge, I could not get it to download a map, or and I could not get those other layers with um with the crop with the crop and and so I based this rating on some of the YouTube videos of other people okay. doing that. Okay. Uh, so I try, again, trying to be fair to the application. I didn't want to give them a zero because I couldn't use it. My I have an iPhone 13. The software is up to date. I don't know why it, some of the features didn't work, but it just didn't. But um, but here's the thing, Cam. Again, as it relates to all these apps, technology changes fast, and er, er, any one of these, uh, six months from now, nine months, a year from now, it could be a completely different thing. Spartan oh, yeah. Forge could you know, could blow this away, you know, based on, uh, you know, or they could drill down even further into that demographic and just decide, Hey, we only want to own this demographic, the folks that don't go West or whatever. But, uh, so again, I am not trying to be hypercritical or mean spirited. And again, I hope I don't hurt any feelings, but this is just my evaluation.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm super intrigued because like I said, being in the, in this community, that's all I'm seeing. And I'm like, maybe I should be using Spartan Forge. So I have never played with it. So that, that's kind of where, where I'm most curious. Um, and just for, for example, using myself drawing an Iowa tag this year, I have to, I'm only allowed to hunt in a certain zone. So I have to know what the boundaries are of that zone and what's available to me in that zone. So I wouldn't be able to use an app that doesn't show me that. So that's a really big deal.
1: It is. And you should just send me those waypoints now and I'll evaluate <laughs> them for you, Cam, and make sure that you're set. Is that fair? Is that sound like a good idea?
0: Yep. I'm in zone five.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Um uh, no, it, it's true. It, it's really important uh to have those sorts of, of tools and features. And uh I'm like you. I I that's why I wanted to that's one of the reasons why I wanted to do this, because I wanted to evaluate Parton Forge. And so Um, But again, technology moves fast and and anybody that finishes last or first, you know, it could all flip in six to nine months. So, sure. and and I, I, you know, the last thing I'll say is that I'm in sales and when I have a call with a customer, I want feedback. I know it's, it it could be the best call ever, but there's still opportunity to get better. Mm -hmm. And so again, I'm, I'm not trying to hurt feelings. I'm just trying to, if someone listens to this and And they're like, hey, you know what? There's an own it is what I would say, and that's how you get better in this marketplace.
0: Yeah, it's it's easy to be, um, it's easy to kind of get blind to what you're doing and think like, oh no, this is what we're doing and this is what we want as the creators of it. But the people that are purchasing it, the consumers, the people that are using it, are the ones you need to pay attention to, rather than maybe what you want to see out of it yourself, because you could have needs that other people don't, and the mass majority. Is what you need to cater to. So, absolutely. Um, the next uh, parameter here is waypoint features. So, let's, let's dive into that.
1: Yeah. So, you know, I mentioned we'll start with Spartan Forge. They have, you know, 20, uh, 21 different species that you can choose from as it relates to waypoint. That's great. You know, it's got, uh, you know, mule deer and elk. And I mean, if memory serves me, they have a lot of the West, you know, pronghorn. Um, on X, 24 different types of game. They've got a blind, they've got blood, a food plot, uh, cabin, parking, roost tree, water source, a trap site. So, you know, those are things that are important to East and West. Um, Huntwise had 15 different types of species. They have acorns, berries, food plots, mineral sites, morels, uh, switchgrass. The um
0: <laughs> I'm gonna pause you right there. Bro. The funny is so funny that uh Huntwise has a switchgrass feature because of like implementing Jeff Sturgis's whitetail forecast. Yes, I'm so sure that he is the one that was like, you need a <laughs> you need a switchgrass. That's wayboard.
1: exactly you know, that's funny you mentioned that because um uh Sturgis, right? Yeah, yeah. Um that's right. He and that's again why I thought this was a very whitetail centric app because of his, you know, because his association with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to to their credit, they have a lot of different, <laughs> a lot of different tool waypoints that you can use. The the ones that that really um that that really sort of drop the the ball. I mean, hunt stand is really got um hunt stand has a feeder food plot blinds scouting tracks. It's completely tail centric. Um it is it's very limited from a waypoint standpoint. So out of 10, Hunt Stand, uh I'm sorry, I hope I didn't mix those up. Hunt Stand came in at five, uh scored a five. And then uh, Go Hunt uh, that's based out of Las Vegas, Nevada. They came in at a seven because they have very few eastern related game, West uh Eastern related waypoints that's mostly Western related. And then uh Spartan Forge um had an, uh you know had a decent mix it also got a seven and then um onyx and base map scored a nine because they have a really strong balance of of waypoints and then um and we talked about hunt wise and, and switchgrass they came in with an eight so you know really base map and onyx sort of won that round as it relates to uh sort of the mix of western and eastern waypoints uh you know because some of them, have like elk wallow or, you know, certain things. And and some of them just don't have any of that. It's all sort of Western or Eastern and that sort of thing.
0: Yep. Cool. So moving down here, types of topo mapping available. This is a, this is one of the more important features in my eyes.
1: I agree. I agree. And it blows my mind that some of them only offer one. And so we'll just base map has a, Four different layers of Topo, they got a 10. Hunt Stand, four different layers of Topo, four or five, got a 10. Hunt Wise got has several different layers of Topo, and I, I list them all in the spreadsheet. They scored a 10. Go Hunt got a six, and Onyx got a six, and Spartan Forge got a five, and really the, the rationale there is that they only have one version of Topo. And so if you're looking for particular geographic features, you wanna be able to use different types of topo because they offer they all offer something different as it relates to detail, especially if you're nerding out, you're going to Iowa, you're going to North Dakota, or you're going to hunt elk in Idaho, you wanna nerd out on some of this stuff. So you're like, okay, here's a small bench or a, a, a funnel or a pinch point that's very discreet, that might not stand out to the average hunter Um, And so those topos can really help you uh, both in in the east and the west.
0: Yeah, I think that's a good point. We talk about, uh, we actually just had a podcast with uh, Kurt Delautry talking about finding overlooked pinpoints and funnels and swamps that you can't see on a basic topo map with other types of imaging, you might've been able to pick those out. And we always say like, there's no substitute for boots on the ground, which there's not. But when you don't have the ability to go put boots on the ground, you need as much help as possible with your e-scouting imagery because um, like let's use North Dakota, for example, it is very hard to pick out diversity. Mm -hmm. It's all agriculture. It's all flat. And on your top of map, your lines, I mean, it's just, they're all the same. Everything's the same. So if you have, uh, different types of imagery that you can dive into that could help you pick out the more diverse spots that aren't so evident uh, without putting boots on the ground.
1: Yeah, I, I think that's a perfect example. And, and again, not to to bang the drum too much for the exaggeration tool with Onyx, but that's where you can use that to sort of pull up those. And it's like, oh, there's a slight, um, you know, a slight break in the terrain that I you can't see normally. So, yeah. Uh, I, I agree with you that the, the additional topo layers, I think, is really important.
0: I'm sure that's something down the line that they probably have in the works for the mobile, because uh, right now they they are behind on offering different types of topo maps. So let's move down here to the tools of note. So the tool rating here. This is. Yeah. So. Go
1: ahead. You no, know, it, it tools are. Um, you know, how do, can you draw a line? Can you draw shapes? Can you um, put, you know, look at the wind for a particular area? Can you put? Um, I mentioned the exaggeration tool. The, um, you know, just Hunt Stand has an incredible amount of tools. And one of the things that that jumped out is looking at. Uh, there's a weather tool that shows moon phase, overhead, underfoot. Um, or, you know, whether it's a full moon or a waxing or waning, that sort of thing. It has, um, it does have some, some of these apps are now getting into the predictive modeling component. You mentioned, uh, Sturgis in his work with HuntWise. I know he was involved in creating the, um, HuntCast, um, OnX has, uh, partnered with Drury to you know, to have, to give folks deer cast but that's you know it's not part of their app it's separate but it's looking at weather and then incorporating other inputs to give you some sort of prediction and i know you know that's something that spartan forge offers as well i think that's really where they started was they launched with predictive modeling based on deer collar data yep. but not not to get too far in the weeds on this but i gave hunt stand an 8 because they really have uh an incredible number of tools that allow you to look at um drought or snow accumulation weather. Um, the uh a lot of them are Hunt Stand I know is now doing uh a your scent cone was which is it's constantly on your screen. I think some of the other apps are offering that sort of your scent cone so you automatically know like oh it's coming you know out of the north or or wherever. And uh the It also, one of the the tools of note with Hunt Stand is they, they have land for sale based, it's, uh, the, from a land broker MLS. So, you know, you're, you're looking for a particular neighborhood and you're like, oh my gosh, this is, this is for sale. This might, you know, I might need to jump on this. So, you know, HuntStand really scored an eight. That was the highest score. HuntWise got a seven and Onyx got a seven. And just to, you know, uh, Again, it, it's not just having some of the basic tools of, of drawing lines or, but it's what are you giving me in addition that's really, you know, wows me, whether it's the weather related tool, that sort of thing. You know, I will say with um, with Spartan Forge, I know we beat up on them a little bit earlier, but they have a, a tool where you can pull in a picture in the in their journaling, journaling app. So let's pull in a picture of a big buck. And it pulls in the, the weather data for that picture, and I thought that was really neat. It also has um, an an intel tab that has a wind rose for the the sort of the wind for that particular area for the past uh, you know, week or two weeks or a, period, a particular period period of time. And I like that because it gives you an idea of like, okay, if we got a south, you know, a south wind. That normally in this you know geographic region, then I can assume that you know that north slope is going to be you know where a lot of the bedding is taking place for yeah. when you know whether it's elk or deer. And so that windrose tool I thought was really neat, but unfortunately it wasn't enough. And and they scored a six, and uh, base map scored a six as well. So
0: the tool that had me most intrigued with Spartan Forest was the historical weather. I think that is yeah. a genius tool to have. Um, that hands down was like one of the, I was just going to get the app just for the historical weather. And um, being analytical with trail cameras is the reason for that. When you're able to look back and analyze that data, like you said, like, okay, I got a picture here. And then you ask yourself, why did I get this picture? Look at the weather and you can start picking up some patterns there that you wouldn't be able to critically think about um, without pulling up different apps and stuff. so it makes it a little bit easier for that. Um, one of the things that I thought was the coolest I um, I personally um, have only used OnX and I'm so used to it that when I tried other apps, I just couldn't get used to the uh, interface and mm-hmm. like base map was one. I was like oh, I'm gonna try that out. it looks cool. I just couldn't do it. Hunt stand was another one that I was like I just I just can't get used to this. Hunt wise, um, I have it on my phone and the only reason I have that on my phone is <laughs> I'll look on my on X and then I'll find a property of note. Maybe that I want to, I want to contact this landowner and hunt stand gives you the freaking phone number. Yes. That that's is, a,
1: I'm glad you called that out.
0: That's so cool.
1: That's a good point. That's a really good point. Yeah. Hunt, hunt stand. Yeah, that's right. Hunt stand. gives you that phone number, which hunt, hunt wise. Oh, wait, is, is it, it, is it? Okay. Is yeah. it unwise? See yeah. these, these two companies, they're killing me right now. They're killing yeah. me, but, Oh yeah. I see it here on the, on, I have to use my own cheat sheet private owner info with phone search tool. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. That is, that's, that's a really nice tool.
0: Yeah. That was something that I'm like, well, that was one thing. I was like, why isn't everybody doing that? There has to be like, what is the reason for stopping them from doing that? Cause that's like, one of the biggest tools are especially out West, right? So where you have these giant chunks of land that there, nobody lives there. Yeah. How do you get a hold of that person? Well, their tax address is in Georgia and you're in Iowa. You can't go knock on their door. Um, so having that uh, phone number available, that's, that's pretty big. I, I think that's like a pretty sweet tool.
1: That I agree with you. And going back to the weather thing that you mentioned, um, the you know I'm right now I'm going on Wonderground and looking mm-hmm. at the weather and then putting it in my spreadsheet and it's like boy if these apps could all incorporate some of that weather data that's attached to a picture that would be a real nice tool and I think I think Huntstand has that in a way uh, for those that watch the videos you can see it's just I don't know how I couldn't figure out how to use it and and, mm-hmm. and it wasn't a, any great tutorial on it and so again you know educate me as a consumer on how to maximize your application because, you know, we want that information. We want to, we want to use these things, but, um, some of the tutorials out there were were not up to date or helpful, but yeah, I like, I like what you said there. Yeah. Getting someone's phone number, especially if in a Western state and the person lives in Georgia, you need that if you need to recover an animal or whatever.
0: Yeah. That's a, that's a really nice tool. Um, there, there was another thing I, I wanted to note here. Um, Weather data, phone search tool. Um, oh, the predictive the predictive uh weather stuff. Um if you were to so you rated these on available tools, correct? Not necessarily like you weight things higher. Um so say you're a person that like really likes the moon face, you really like the hunt out of the moon face, you just Gave this a rating based on what's available to you, not necessarily, um, like what weights more to you. Correct?
1: That's so a that's a difficult. good question. Good question. So let's look at let's pick on Go Hunt for example. Go Hunt has a rangefinder tool. They got some waypoint waypoint tracks. Um, they have folders for your hunts, but they do not have moon phase. They do not have weather. They do not have wind. They don't have anything that a lot of us whitetail hunters geek out about or care about. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, they scored lower because do I use overhead underfoot? I really don't, you know, as it relates to the moon stuff. Um, So, but you bring up a good point. Like, yeah, I mean, some of these apps don't have all of that robustness of, of things for me or maybe cam, if, if you're, if you're a big, you know, overhead underfoot guy, you know, so yeah, I, I would ding them because of the, the lack of tools. So I was looking for a robust. Okay. And so maybe I will be overhead underfoot someday. I'll kill a big buck this year. I'll be like, man, that was, there was a correlation there between, you know, activity. And so I was, that's sort of how I looked at it.
0: Okay. Yeah. I was just like thinking myself um, if an app offered the predictive weather and it said that today was going to be a good day to hunt or I had another app that was just as um, user-friendly and had all the other tools that I liked, but didn't offer that weather predicting for me, myself wouldn't make a difference. I'm not going to base my hunt off of an app that tells me to go hunt. So
1: that's a, that's a good point. I don't use, that's a good point. I use the weather shifts. I like to see shifts in barometric pressure. I like to see shifts in temperature and I like that on my same app. So I don't have to go to a weather app. But I don't. Yeah, I don't use the predictive part where they say like this is a great day or this is a bad day, and so I. But the thing is, is the truth is, is that some of them build that in and some of them don't. Yep. And so the fact that the predictive stuff is there, it is it's a nice thing. It's not a need to for me. But no, that's a really good point.
0: Yeah. So that I mean, it's available to you if if you were um, needing that.
1: And okay. So, so for, for example, OnX doesn't have that as part of their app now. The you can get the deer stand or uh, deer cast, but that's a separate app. And I think that agreement ends at the end of this year. Mm. So, so, you know, in December, so I, so that's not, that was not included in the evaluation because it's not, it's a separate entity.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Okay. So what are the extras we have here? And then we're diving down into the, the finals.
1: You know, extras is, um, you know, I mentioned like with DeerCast, with Onyx, or with Onyx, they do tr- try to you know bring additional value with a membership to to uh, top Rut and Hunt and Full. Hunt and Fool is a Western uh, sort of uh, app strategy site that's a lot like Go Hunt for anybody that's ever used Go Hunt. And so the extras weren't rated; they were just listed there. So if we won't spend a lot of time on that, but some. Uh, apps give you a lot of extras and like for example go hunt doesn't give you any extras it's just you pay fifty dollars and you get the map but you don't get any any extras um you know and in, 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 in sort of the value and versatility um you know with value i'm looking at your price and you know overlaying it with all of the tools and layers and waypoints and everything that we just reviewed. And so from a value standpoint, and we talked about it at the beginning, Hunt stands 29 bucks. So it's, and it's got a lot of value. It scored really, really well overall. And so it got a nine uh, from a value standpoint. And then um, Hunt-wise, $59.99, Layers and Tools Abound, uh, it scored an eight. And then um, from a value rating, Onyx is, is $99. They, pro- they give you so much that you could use. But it's a, it's priced higher. It's priced at a premium, and so it scored a seven. Base map from a value standpoint, scored a seven because it's thirty four ninety nine, and it is a very stripped down application. I mean, it's bare bones. It could work east or west, but it's a, it's a very stripped down. I compared it to an El Camino. It's it's got it's you know you can drive it. It's got a you know a, a truck bed sort of thing, but it you know it's sort of basic um and then go hunt scored a, a five because it's 50 bucks you get 50 states but it just doesn't have the robustness and then Spartan forge unfortunately scored a four from a value standpoint because it's priced at 39.99 you could do a lot better with with uh some of the other apps if you're even just a whitetail guy and sure. you spend less money yeah it, and then from a versatility standpoint um onyx scored a nine they i mean let's be fair, they're priced at a premium price, but the versatility is there. I mean, it's 99 bucks, but you're, you can use it anywhere. And they have, they really care about the Eastern guy and the Western guy. Hunt Wise also scored a nine and they equally care about, you know, you know, give attention to detail for East and Western hunters. And that was, Hunt Wise, That was a real surprise to me because of, you know, the logo is got a whitetail antler and the affiliation with Jeff Sturgis. And, you know, he's a, you know, a whitetail guy. And I thought, well, this is just going to be a straight whitetail app, but that, that wasn't the case. And then for versatility base map scored an eight, because again, it's that El Camino Uh, you can do it East and West. And then um, hunt stand scored a five. It's very Eastern focused. It's like a, it's a great truck. Um, It's, it's, you know, but it won't cross the Mississippi river. Unfortunately, it's, it's it's only staying here. Uh, Go hunt is, is similar in, in the sense that it's a great truck, but it, it's not going to it's not going to cross the Mississippi coming east. It's a, so it scored a five, and then Spartan Forge scored the lowest in versatility, got a four, just because of the things that we talked about earlier. So
0: before we dive into these finals, I want to make um, I want to make a point here that if you were to rate the extras, the extras that Spartan Forge offer are really nice. If you look on the data on state deer population, harvest success, record books, like when you start to do your planning for your hunt, those are all things that you're looking up. So um, those are pretty cool extras that they have available for you. So even
1: though. That's really interesting. So I didn't think that was a great value. Like I thought that was like, I'm, I'm glad you said that Cam, because I was like, I don't need, I don't need state population or record book stuff, but. But you like that, so that's that's good to hear.
0: Yeah, I mean, if I'm picking out, I've never been to a state, um, and I'm picking out somewhere to go, I'm going to look up the that state in the county and, okay, which county has the most deer harvested or which county has the high highest percentage of public land or Boone and Crockett bucks. If you're targeting a specific buck, that stuff's pretty important to know because you can't kill a deer that's not there. So um, there's a lot of different stuff that you can learn from, those numbers. Cause I found myself in a spot in North Dakota last year that I started hunting and driving around the area, there are no deer there. And mm-hmm. it's not something I would have anticipated. I thought there'd be deer everywhere. And yeah. I was, I drive four hours North and there's deer everywhere. So mm-hmm. if I would have went back and looked at counties um, per capita, like deer numbers per capita in those counties, it probably would have told me and I wouldn't have had to waste that time. Um, and then if I was after a certain caliber buck, if I look at the Boone and Crocker records and let's use Ohio, for example, if you want to kill a Boone and Crocodile deer in Ohio, you're going to go to one of the South counties. You're not going to come to Trumbull County or Ashabila County or Geauga County uh, if you want to chase a Boone and Crocodile deer. So that, I think that's a, uh, those are pretty interesting uh, extras to add there that I, I would value pretty high.
1: No, yeah, that's a good point. I hadn't really thought of it that way.
0: So final scores here. This is the nitty gritty. What do we have? All right.
1: All right. Here we go. Drum roll. Uh, <laughs> the uh, We're going to start from the bottom and work up. Unfortunately, Spartan Forge just didn't perform well. And again, it's just based on my needs. It might be, it might score a hundred or, you know, it might be the top scoring app for whoever's listening based on their specific needs, but it scored a 32 out of a possible 80. And it's really just, there's no, um, the, the, the lack of layers for Western states, uh, or even like, you know, what I couldn't find as it relates to like you mentioned, Pennsylvania has deer zones and and um hunting in Kentucky, we have elk zones and Pennsylvania has elk zones. So there just wasn't um a robustness there that you see with with the other applications and even the ones that are less expensive. I mean, you could, you know, you spend 3999 on Hunt Stand, you could get way more with Hunt stand at 29.99. And uh there's no 3D, there's no desktop. Um so uh they scored a 32. The um base ma- or, I'm sorry Go Hunt came in at 53 and you know it's 50 bucks you get 50 states and I really included them as soon as they started offering the 50 states because I thought oh well this might be something that we you know us over here in Kentucky and Ohio could use. But it really is um western centric and it doesn't have the weather moon some of the the things that whitetail guys like to geek out about and so that's why it scored a 53. uh base map scored a 55. uh again very stripped down version of an application they're starting to add some more tools i know that the bone collector guys are sort of sponsored by them and i think they're really trying to speak to you know some of the whitetail guys but um, it, it's a fine app. It has, you know, it doesn't have 3D on your desktop though. And, and so it does have some limitations. I will say um, there's a sort of a tie at number two, but I'm going to break that tie. HuntStan comes in at third, uh, scoring 64 out of 80. And again, they, um, very Eastern centric waypoints. They, if you go, to, if you want to figure out find a, a hunt zone or hunt unit, you have to tap on a particular place on the map to pull up that information. Like there's not an overlay that shows you like oh this is where unit 39 is. And so that was a real limitation there with Hunt stand that I couldn't pull up Colorado's hunt zones or hunt units. and so you have to that I thought that that was sort of backwards. And then the the, the map download that you get with uh, with Hunt stand, was a real limitation and so it, it that's why it scored a 64 with onx it also scored a 64 but i put it in second place and, and really i think the thing with onx is that it you know it's a premium priced app at $99 and um it it has a lot of value and versatility it just um it's it's more expensive and i guess that would be the biggest knock with with onx i mean it doesn't have multiple topo layers uh which i think is is a hole in its game uh and then coming in at number one was hunt wise scoring 69 out of 80 points and it really checks all the boxes east and west and it comes in at um i think it was 59.99 with hunt wise and you get the weather stuff you get the units and zones you get multiple topo layers um you mentioned the phone number for you know private landowners so uh, huntwise sort of won this evaluation and i again i was really surprised because we're all we're all marketed to we're all sold to and in my mind i had positioned huntwise in this other box and but really they were um i, I think they need rebranding uh yeah. <laughs> honestly so um but uh, those are my those are my you know that's my final ranking and evaluation there
0: i like what it man. Think, man? I, I like it Um, I think what the, maybe the downside to all of the other apps is the first to market with OnX. Um, They were kind of the first mass accepted app. That's Mm -hmm. what everyone got used to first. Yeah. So for me, it's so hard to change because if I need to look for something, I know right where it's at because I've been using that tool for so long. And then when I tried to use the other apps, it was the user interface that I could not switch from, even yeah. though the other tools were available and there were some other things that were nicer. I just could not get over how easy on X is to use. And maybe that's just because that's what I learned first. It's like anything. If you learn something first, it's what you gravitate towards. That's what you know more. That's what's easiest. Um, but I do have HuntWise on my phone because of the other tools that if I find something that Onyx doesn't have, that I'm like, no, I need to know that I'll pull up HuntWise and I will utilize it for that. So I I mean, I'm on board with like everything, everything you have here. I I think it's, it's pretty interesting. I think this is super helpful for people because there are, there's a lot of information in this cheat sheet. Um, If you're looking for a certain app that has a certain thing, take all the ratings aside and this thing is most important to you and this app has it. and It's this price point, base your decision off of that. So, I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of really good stuff here. Um, I'm curious. We talked a little bit, you're, you're an OnX user. Are you yeah. switching now because of this, the, the five point difference here with Hotwise?
1: So I bought some of the apps because I wanted, for the purposes of this evaluation, Um, I have not switched, I may switch, but you're absolutely right. There's a switching cost because, um, you know, you grow up with, you know, you know, ride, I I grew up riding a Harley, you know, I can't switch to (laughs) a different, uh, different name of motorcycle brand, but no, I, um, no, that's a good question. So I bought the base map app and the go hunt app. Because I wanted to, um, uh, because I couldn't really get a free trial. And so, you know, for this coming season, I think my Onyx act, uh, app expires in December. And, you know, I probably will will force myself to pivot. Because I want, I want to spend my money, I want to be fiscally responsible when it comes to this. I want to buy more tags. You know, I, I want to spend um, uh, my money on more hunt experiences and, and I know I can save a few dollars, you know, over here or over there. So yeah, I probably will, uh, pivot, um, after this hunting season, or maybe I'll try all of them, you know, the ones that I purchased, but, um, yeah, you know, again, as what you were alluding to, you know, take a look at the spreadsheet for everybody that's listening and, and know that my scoring is subjective. It's not, you know, Your experience is important. And so take advantage of the free trials and, and play around with it and see if it works for you. And you may think, oh, this is way better than that guy said, or way worse than the guy said. So, and this is not a recommendation either. I'm not, I'm not sponsored by anybody. I'm just a regular dude that's, um, you know, looking to that's sort of analytical in nature and and wanted to sort of share the results.
0: I thank you for doing that. Um, It's, I mean, it's opened my eyes to, okay, I could do this, 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 and this, this one. Um, I'm curious to see at the end of this year, after you've used all of these apps for a little while, and I'm curious to the ones that you've purchased at least, I'm curious to see if you find certain tools that are available, that aren't available in other apps, more important, that you gravitate towards a different app just because, even though it's more expensive or even though it doesn't have everything the other one has, but this tool means the most to you. If you continue to use that app rather than the other one. So there's a lot of, I wish there was a, just a one-stop shop. I wish they all had everything, but they don't. So that'll be interesting to follow along and kind of reach back out to you and be like, so what'd you think of this after using it for this long? And, what do you think of this tool? Did you ever use this tool, even though they offer it, but did you use it? Does it mean anything to you? So um, pretty cool. Thank you for, for doing this for all of
1: us. Uh, I appreciate the opportunity to share it. I I think it's a lot of fun. I I'm very analytical in nature. I've written a few books on different things and it's not um, again, it's not like I'm some great uh, wizard. It's just, I like to collect information and I like to share it. I have a, a background in teaching and, uh, for whatever reason, I just, uh, I don't, I don't teach. I'm like, I mentioned earlier, I'm in sales, but I do like to, to sort of share information in this capacity.
0: Sure. Well, um, you mentioned the books that you have written, give yourself a plug for whatever you want to plug here. Where can people find you and uh, where can they get more information from you?
1: Yeah, no, I appreciate that, Cam. I, I wrote, uh, I have three books on Amazon. One is the Western hunt elk plant, uh, Western elk hunt Planner. Um, it's really, uh, a way to create your, uh, your hunt objective, your hunt systems and your hunt plan. If you're headed West, it's really designed for the Eastern hunter. Um, it's again, it's not, it's not telling stories about how I hunt elk or anything like that. It's just information to help maximize your time out West because it is so finite Uh, You know, if you have a 10-day hunt or a 14-day hunt, if you don't have everything uh, from a logistical standpoint tightened up, then uh, you're going to, you can waste a lot of time and get really frustrated. And so that that was the intent with the Western Elk Hunt Planner. Um, And then I have, I've hunted elk in Kentucky and and in Pennsylvania, and I have two books that are also hunt planners focusing on those respective states. And those are on Amazon, or, or, you know, if you want to get the cheat sheet and links to the YouTube videos, you know, you can go to my my Instagram uh, at j underscore coons underscore hunts, and it's all just on the, the link tree in my profile. But, you know, Cam, I really appreciate you having me. I love this time of year. We are, I think you said you're headed out to North Dakota tomorrow, so that is awesome. I think uh, I just can't wait to hear and see those, uh, those hunts play out. I have a feeling you're going to have a, a great time uh, regardless of what happens and look forward to seeing your success and the success of the entire Exodus team uh, this coming season.
0: Thanks, man. We were, we really appreciate that. And same to you, keep us updated on how things are going for you. Uh, we might have to do a follow-up podcast too, and do some more gear related things. Cause I have I'm interested in what you have going on being a Western and Eastern guy. So um, I guess until next time, we'll talk to you.
1: Sounds good. Thanks again, Cam.